Hello, and welcome to 2021. Woo! Episode 19. I never thought we'd see the day. Well, we hoped we would see the day. Oh, I'm just thinking of 2021, not episode 19. (laughs) Yes, we hoped for both. 2020 seems to never end, but here we go again. And yet it like somehow flew by. Like so much happened. True. And so much didn't happen. Right. Correct. (laughs) A lot of Netflix happened on my end. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, New Year's happened. New Year's happened. It turned into 2021. It turned to 2021. We spent it together. Obviously. Having a small get together. Yes. We'll show you pictures on our Instagram. Um, and did we have New Year's kisses? Well, we're just diving right in. Um, so I had... Look, the people want to know they the do. dirt. This is their most pressing question is who did we kiss on New Year's 2021? Do you call it New Year's 2020 or 21? Unclear. I know. I I'm stalling. Okay. Um, you are stalling. You, do, you don't even have any dirt. I invited a bumble man. And did you kiss him? No. Yeah. Well, I... So my best friend was visiting. My best friend happens to be a six foot three man yep and i like crept over to him at 11 58 when the uh when the ball dropped when people were circling when oh when sharks were circling (laughs) and i was like hey are you interested in anyone at this party and he was like no not really and i was like cool 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 cool. i'm gonna need you to kiss me at midnight (laughs) but it's the best friend so it's like platonic kiss right yes yes yeah i also had a platonic kiss with me with you. <laughs> and you cheated on me with four other girls at the party. <laughs> Look, I had no one to kiss. All, a couple of our girlfriends didn't really have anyone to kiss. Yeah. So we just kissed each other irresponsibly. Oh, COVID 2021. Oops. Forgot about that one. This is the worst way we could possibly open a pandemic podcast. Oh, shit. I've already caught a lot of shit in 2021. <laughs> Three days later, we feel fine. Four days later. Three yeah. Days. Four days. Yeah. You'll find. Yeah. Um, Probably already had it. Well, so. so we're in a new year. It's got me thinking. How do I want to handle dating in 2021? Because wow. 2020 was a pretty big crapshoot. Yeah. It was a solid four months off. Yeah. Which is weird. With no male Like if you're really single, that's like really that's weird. Real weird. Real weird. Yeah. This is, this is why I spent it with family and didn't spend it alone in my house. <laughs> this is why my brother and his now fiance and I are a trio that is very tight. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. So we avoided being alone at all costs. But now it's a new year and I feel like new year, new me. Yeah. Well, and yeah, and we're patio hopping. We're like out in the world safely again. We have been put like second half of 2020. We have yeah. But I'm going to be real honest. I have not taken dating seriously in the least bit okay. in 2020. So is that your 2021 resolution? It might be. Like, maybe I need to put a little more effort into this whole thing. Okay. What does that look like for you? Well, it looks like actually texting people back. <laughs> I do have to say, in one of the dates that Nikki actually went on in 2020, I came over here and she was like, I haven't texted him in a week and a half. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> And so I picked up her phone and started texting this poor man. Because I was actually interested in him, and yet I didn't text him in a week and a half. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not saying it resulted in the best outcome. I'm just saying. I don't even remember which one that was, but that sounds just like me. Um, Yeah. Maybe text back a little. Maybe text first if if I'm interested. Wow. Look at you go. Like, ask 
ask out, ask on well, a date, suggest look, something. I just did that. I just accidentally asked a man out. <laughs> and now you're real excited about it. I right? am. <laughs> Dating 2021. Accidentally ask go. a man out. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think this is the year where I'm going to say, hey, look, the pandemic should hopefully, fingers crossed, be subside to an end. Yeah. Be subsiding quite a bit this year so maybe i can actually put a little more effort into seeing if there's some some quality person for me the other problem is is i just i'm not that into people very fast like (laughs) i don't don't gain interest quickly i know so i do think that that's the thing that i've always said about like app dating and bumble dating is like I love to be friends first. Like, I want to know, like, how you are in our friend group, right. how you are with strangers. How you, Flirt a like, little without yeah, like, pressure. Like, I want, like, a really good friendship that turns into dating. And Bumble robs you of that. Bumble, like, you are immediately yeah. on a date. Bumble just, <laughs> oh, God, don't get me started on typical app first dates. Those are just awful. Yeah. But even, like, like my brother's fiance was making fun of me for this person that I invited to our New Year's party because I was like... Because I told her it was happening before he showed up. And I was like, I don't care. Like, he's going to bring friends. Like, it's fine. He only yeah. got off range. So just, we're talking about numbers. But, um, <laughs> but like, I don't mind if we just make friends. Like, it doesn't bother me. And she's like, Bumble is not for making friends. And that is the problem with it. Yeah, exactly the problem with it. Because it's like a one and done. You meet someone, you're, me- yeah. you're not immediately sparking chemistry. Then you're like. Cool, I'm done. Yeah. Honestly, I feel that way. That's happened with friends where you weren't immediately sparked, but you really liked them. Right. And it could turn into something good. And that's, I mean, most of the dates I've gone on in 2020, it's through meeting organically and not on the apps. I've had a couple of app dates, but I've had way more fun meeting people out and through mutual friends. Yeah. Or reconnecting with people over the apps. That's what I always like. True. It's people I've reconnected with. That's been really fun to be like, okay, let's get it. (laughs) Yeah. Or, I mean, there's been an instance, our girlfriend matched with the guy on the app. It never went anywhere. Then ran into him, recognized him. And now we're like kind of into each other. Yeah. 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 Austin's small like that though. Yeah. Probably not happening in New York City. It could be. New York's probably small, too. Just like L.A. or California is not small, and you still always run into people. True. At least the same people on the dating apps. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on multiples. When you go back out there. Oh. <laughs> you had that problem. I didn't. I wasn't on it quite as often. Never saw anyone we knew. Oh, that's too bad. That's the most fun. I know. It's true. I love our rule. We had to set the standard straight with one of our girlfriends. She we said, did. If I see someone I know, but I'm not interested, do I match? Yes. Always yes. Yes. Always well, yes. but okay. So we hit a gray area. So the photographer came and took pictures of our family and I had seen him on Bumble. Oh, you have? And my brother's fiance was like, why didn't you swipe right? And I was like, because I don't really know him, but I like know him. So it was like, like he didn't Wait, fall under. Him yeah. On Bumble? Yeah. But he oh. didn't fall under the rule. No, yeah, because then you're just creepy to be like, right. hey, you take took and pictures I, of my family Right, last and week. I already follow him on Instagram, which is mildly creepy, except <laughs> that he's a photographer, so it's fine. <laughs> but like... <laughs> well, at that point, you're allowed to swipe on him. Then maybe you just pull the whole dumb... Well, you're not blonde. Dumb blonde thing where you're like... Oh, you look familiar. Do I know you? Oh, my God. No, I would have to be such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you calling me? <laughs> i own it i don't give a fuck um, yeah but now i'm kind of regretting it because my brother's fiance really hard sold me on that i should have swiped right no he was tall so he's got the main qualifier <laughs> the toggles <laughs> toggles are not always on on bumble but uh, it's because bumble's kidding. a lie you never know i know i know i know <laughs> 
Um, okay, I have a discussion topic that I okay. think would be interesting for us to have. Okay. Um, Hit me. Is there a point in time that... Wait, what's the best way to... Okay, let me think about this. What's the best, <laughs> the best way to ask this Not question? that this is specific or anything. Uh, I just like... I, we're, we're not that kind of podcast, but kind of that kind of podcast, so... Hmm. Is this um, where we enter the parental disclaimer? <laughs> nah. It's not going to get that, that uh, expli- explicit. Ex- explicit. Explicit. Thank you. I'm really Rowdy. bad at words. Um, <laughs> does having sex at a certain point in a quote unquote relationship define the future of it? No. Okay. Hard no for me. For you. Okay. Yeah. Hard no in my experience. Okay. I don't think that, I think that that is a relic of a bygone era and I think that that certainly did at some point. Yeah. But I don't think that in today's age, I don't think when you're dating at 36 or 30, like in your mid 30s. Right. I don't think that people are going into it with some sort of bias around when you have sex or not. I hear that. I totally agree. Um, like I, there are plenty of crazy women out there still that are like, I'm not having sex until I've been on three dates with him. What? Um, those rules are ridiculous. Stop following them. No. However, for me personally, yeah, I prefer to get to know someone, have a bit of an emotional connection and see where it goes before I enter that additional step of intimacy. And totally. I feel like if I do happen to do that faster than I would choose, it makes me a little less interested in the future of that person. So I think that's a really important distinction that you just said, though, is that it makes you less interested. Because I think a lot of times when that question is framed, particularly by women, it's like, oh, did I ruin it by sleeping with him too soon? Right. Which is not the context that we're talking about. about. Does he think I'm a slut? I don't give a fuck. It's me. Yeah. It's like, how do I feel about someone where I didn't want to take the time to develop an emotional connection? Right. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's something that I've thought about a lot because I'll like someone after one date, but like, how much do you know someone after one date? <laughs> okay. Clearly not sleeping on the first date, but like knowing someone after a couple a days, day or two or yeah, 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 yeah. Hanging out a couple times, being interested, but still wanting to get to know them more. Yeah. For me, if I end up getting, you know, whatever the case may be, then I'm like, ooh, I don't know now. Was it wasn't perfect, or now there was ooh. there may have been some awkward, like something. But awkward. that feels Can like we a lot get of, past that. Yeah. Can I get past that? I don't know. I think two things. One, I think that's a lot of pressure to put on the oh, first encounter. And two, I I do think the awkwardness is what if you have the emotional connection, you can be like, haha, that was funny, and get you like it. get over it. Yeah. Whereas if you don't know this person and you haven't spent enough time kind of getting to uh, at least a little bit of a comfort level, then you're just awkward. I think that's, I think you nailed it. It's the comfort level with the person and just like feeling okay to, to let yourself. Right. I mean, you're getting naked with this person. Like you are letting everything down. Right. There's no secrets at this point about a weird mole on my body or birthmark in an odd place. Or even like what you like or whatever, you know, like I don't know how how deep you get into that on the first time or second or third or eighth. But like, but yeah, there's a lot of vulnerability that comes with intimacy. And so if you don't, if you haven't reached that 
with well, your clothes on, it's going to be really hard to reach with your clothes off. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe I'm not very vulnerable. <laughs> probably true. Probably true. I mean, that was my word of like two years ago, and I don't know how much progress I've made, but <laughs> I've been trying. Develop. <laughs> therapy. This is why I found a therapist. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's interesting, and it, I, I think it's important for men out there listening, or even women, like you don't have to have rules around that. No. But you should make sure that you're making the decision for what's best for you and yeah. what will make you the most comfortable. Well, and I think some women struggle with that. Like some women are m- more apt to just go with it and like not make sure this is what they want. Yeah. And I have been fortunate enough for whatever reason to always be like, is this what I want? Like I am in control in this situation. Yeah. Every, both of you are in control that like right. that's a lie but right. like you, you right like you have to own that that you have whatever power you want to do it and like saying no can be awkward particularly if you're like half dressed or like right already right? heavily petting yeah dry humping on the couch <laughs> i don't know what you're doing i don't know what i'm doing um but but i think that like having the ability to say no is really important because it like helps you establish that relationship it helps you establish your boundaries totally and it helps you see how the person reacts and respects what you, exactly what you say yes and i think that's also a huge part of it because sure. i've been in situations where i'm literally like i i like we make out fine but i don't want to do this and then yeah. there's there's points in time where men get so excited i think they forget that you said that mm. and then Maybe I forget I said it too. Yeah, I, was gonna say, <laughs> I have. So I, I can thankfully say that I have never been pushed past a point that I wanted to go. But I, but I also am like pretty decisive. Yeah, that's like a defining characteristic of yeah. this personality. We're, we're learning I'm a bit more passive than you are, <laughs> and good or bad and whatever the case may be i just i guess i sometimes give less fucks but then afterwards i'm like yeah okay i'm good i don't i don't need to see that person anymore yeah um, and that's where i'm trying to, what i'm trying to avoid is like not be so passive about things and be intentional about the people yeah. that i want to be intimate with yeah but yeah and but even kissing is intimate you know like yeah you, heavily uh, kissing heavily petting <laughs> yeah you want to be careful about like sharing that energy mm-hmm. and sometimes booze fucks up your carefulness <laughs> damn it, booze. as i sit my delicious new cab that i got it the is mail. delicious <laughs> um yeah well i think no. that's an i think it's an important conversation to have i think there's two different very um dominant uh opinions out there one of like fuck it you're in your 30s you do what you want like have sex whenever and then there's another one that's like i have strict rules and boundaries about when i when i do that and i think there's a middle ground of of emotional maturity and when you're ready to yeah well i think some of it too depends on like what kind of person you want to be with right so like jared freed favorite comedian also gives amazing dating advice because he's constantly like that's not your person that's not your person like something didn't go right that's not your person wait can we just do a quick drop for someone who doesn't sponsor us the j train podcast yes very funny yeah and also great dating advice and you up pod with jordana yeah you up um yes but yeah they're both great um both of his podcasts are great. But so like, I think that the message that he's been giving is like, if you want to have sex on the first date, that's what you want. So if a person judges you for that, 
they're not your person. Right. If a person wants to have sex on the first date and you don't, and they judge you for that, they're not, not your, your person. person. Right? Like, Love so, that. yeah. Yeah. Like, it, there's a lot of this, like, ownership of what you want. And so, if someone doesn't want that, they're not your person. And it's not about rejection. No. It's about the not exactly. Right fit. And it's not about you. That's hard to get over because yeah. there's a lot of feelings of rejection that go along with the aftermath of sex or no sex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just not your person. Yeah, it's just not your person. Mm. Which, Good like, talk. sometimes you have to learn that. Yeah, the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I do. You're right. I mean, me too. <laughs> I only recently was crying on a couch over a person who is not my person. So, <laughs> <laughs> bye week. Uh, uh, confessions. <laughs> So how about the playoffs, huh? How about the playoffs? <laughs> well, this was a wild year. A wild, wild year. <laughs> and now I didn't think we'd see the day when we actually have our playoff team set. Yet here yeah, here we are. Who actually thought we were going to make it to week 17 of NFL football, <laughs> have played all 16 weeks? Like there was a time when you thought COVID games were going to stack on top of COVID games and they were going to have to figure out what the fuck to do. They didn't. They didn't. We Every team had one bye week. There and were some some re- reskets, some yes, weird Tuesday some night games, some random Tuesday games, <laughs> some random like three o'clock on a Monday games. But you know what? We're here. We have the playoffs. Yeah. I actually feel pretty good about the playoffs. I think they're great. I think it's 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 going to be an interesting year. It's not super predictable. No, we don't have a a wild powerhouse. I guess no. except for the okay, uh, but Chiefs. But I don't know. They they've been known to um. Well, enter a little. I think they lost the Chargers twice this year. <laughs> I'm, that's true. I'm frantically Googling so we don't look like idiots for the fucking 100th podcast in a row. When's the last time two number one seeds played in the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't. I mean, that can't be. It's. I'd be curious about the probability, too. Um, you know what? We're not going to find it in time. <laughs> um, but but that, I'm just saying, like, right. yeah, it's you, part of this wild season that, yeah. like, you have some... You have under 500 teams that made the playoffs and could theoretically play in the Super Bowl. What do you mean under 500 teams? The the football team. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. The team with no name that still yeah. can't figure out what yeah. they want to Yeah, which is mind-boggling. Like, we had a whole season. Um, True. Very true. And, well, okay, I won't talk about that yet. Um, <laughs> you can talk about whatever you want. You're right. I we've the, we've gone gloves are off, no holds barred. This podcast. <laughs> no, never again. Um, yeah, the likelihood that we'll see a Chiefs Packers um, Super Bowl is probably low. Who am I feeling good about? I I think the Seahawks are strong. I think <gasps> the Bills. I mean, Bills are my team. <laughs> but I think your third team. <laughs> I know the AFC is real good. I think the NFC has a good or a, I'm sorry, AFC has has a good chance of being the Super Bowl winner this year. I'm going to put my money on that. I don't know who, but I'm going to say the AFC is going to win the Super Bowl. That's very I mean, broad. Yeah, that's super broad. I think that's easy. But what can, can, um, we, can we make a bet where you'll clean my house if I win? Fuck no. <laughs> I gave you the name of the house cleaner who is the greatest house cleaner outside of Bertha in Newport Beach. And <laughs> <laughs> who is the greatest house cleaner to ever live. So it's fine. And um, that lady brought me flowers um and tamales and so no i will not be cleaning your house you can come up with some other bet that is more original than you cleaning my lawn (laughs) fair point fair point also it should be uh said that one decade ago one anonymous person on yahoo said that no seeds have 
number one seeds have ever played each other in the Super Bowl. But given that that anonymous comment was made a decade ago, kudos to you for being on Yahoo Answers at that time. As one of the top (laughs) results from your Google search? The top result from my Google search. Yahoo search. Excuse us. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was DuckDuckGo. Privacy. Um... Well, okay, that's interesting. I'm surprised we don't have actual data, but and wildcard teams haven't reached the Super Bowl since 2013. Hmm. So I mean, Titans were close last year. Let's see how they yeah, do again this year. It's true. Um, okay, those are your stats. Um, so I, but I don't think I would take an AFC bet because like that's, that's too easy. Broad, yeah, know. you'd have to. You have to give me like a. You have to narrow down. Like I don't know how um, you narrow that down. I I think. I think Bills or Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Okay. For AFC. And then on the NFC side, I think it's going to be Saints or... I think Saints is most likely. Yeah. I think... I think... I don't know. Saints or Seahawks. Because I don't think... Ooh. Packers could lose. I think the Packers have. A, I think the Packers could lose. An easier chance of losing. Although they are like sneaky good this entire season, like they sneakily have one of the best offensive That's lines. True. They sneakily have a great like running core. Like no marquee name, not no, very few marquee yeah, names. Very few marquee names, but they, like they don't have a lot of powerhouses. Yeah, and like a cheetah and like greatest guy who lived and shit. Like and Derrick Henry is what you mean? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Um, or, or a 2,000 yard running back. Um, yeah, it's going to be wild. It's going to be really fun to watch. And I'm very disappointed that you won't be watching anything I this weekend. I am really debating. Re- I have a ski trip scheduled and I am planning on skiing all day Saturday and I'm debating rescheduling okay, that trip. We'll talk about this after the podcast. <laughs> I think I can have some very persuasive arguments as to why you should reschedule. <laughs> um, all right. So I feel real bad for Miami. I'm telling you, the AFC is strong. A- Miami had a 10 and 6 record. I know. And they made missed the playoffs while the bears at eight and eight and the washington i don't know what the fuck to call them team at seven the and sacks, nine the washington sacks we're standing by <laughs> our episode three name for that football team um will who are who will probably both miserably lose in the first round are in probably the well i don't know so we you know we love alex smith just love that man yeah Could, but- he is a god among men could he pull off like a superhuman victory maybe can he pull off three no he's one so guy. like he's one he, he maybe, exactly he might exactly. pull a tim tebow magical like first one victory. round yeah exactly end of, end of the game yeah God if they keep it that close him yeah, on yeah, the yeah. clouds as he threw a touchdown pass yeah yeah okay i see that but I, it's unlikely and it, well yeah um what's his i wonder what his record is against brady not that oh, it truly matters, right. but it's Brady. Yeah, um, it probably won't. He pro- they probably haven't played each other a ton. No, he's bounced around a lot. Yeah, he was on the, ch- the Chiefs for a while. The forty-three-year-old with forty-three touchdowns. It's very cute. Oh, it's so Tom Brady. Back to Miami. I do feel really <laughs> bad to th- for them because they've been real bad in the last five years and decade, <laughs> ten years, and. They looked good this season. I know. But that's because we love Tua. (laughs) We like Tua. But also, I just like an underdog. Yeah, yeah. I like someone who's been really shitty and is is automatically... They're on the up. They've turned around. Yeah. But they're in a tough division. I mean... Anyway. Yeah. Put them in in my division. (laughs) 
see what happens. Yeah. Well, they they wouldn't have won either because you have the Titans and yeah. the Colts who both are in the playoffs. That's um, true. At ten and six or eleven and five. Um. Okay. Any other thoughts or predictions about the playoff picture? Do we think? <laughs> I don't it's, know. That's it's, tough. I mean, we're still in the 2020 season, so I just yeah. nothing. I like, expect who nothing. knows what's going to happen in the Brown Steelers game? Like, that's a wild Steelers, card. Yeah. The, yeah, complete worst team to ever be as good as they are. Fuck <laughs> like, Ben Rod. Fuck them all. Yeah, but like at the same time, we don't love Baker, so like eh, the Browns, whatever. I know. Um, Ravens Titans, I think, is a crapshoot. Like Titans could have a great game, or they could have a shit game. Yeah, you Ravens, get, like when Ravens came out strong in the beginning of the season, and yeah. then they looked a little shaky. I yeah. don't think the Bears are winning against the Saints. No, They're I don't just either. Not good enough. Mm-mm. Um, I do agree that the football team has a chance against the Bucks, <laughs> but it's a small chance. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the Colts are 11 and five. Like the bills are going to crush the Colts. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, they play in my division, which is shit. That is, I, I've honestly heard nothing about the Colts aside from Phillip Rivers as their quarterback. Like what do they have? Nothing. Not a whole lot. Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Potter on their side. Is that the lucky horseshoe is finally becoming lucky? Oh yeah, it is. That's right. It's yeah, exactly they turn it upside. They turn it correct the, mm-hmm. where the luck stays in instead of dumping it upside yeah, down. That yeah, sounds like what it is. <laughs> um, okay, I have a real quick funny comment. The Rams Seahawks. So we were watching that regular season game, or I was watching with my dad last week. He he's a big LA sports fan, so he yeah. doesn't have one team over the other. He's from San Diego. Loves the Chargers. Okay. Also likes the Rams. Okay. Follows all of them. Okay, he hates Jared Goff. Really? He thinks Jared Goff is the worst quarterback to walk on the... It, it is That's hel- saying a lot. It's hilarious to watch. Like, he was cussing at Jared Goff the entire game. I'm like, wow, the man made it to a Super Bowl recently. Yeah, as a baby. Right, as he's still young. He might as like, replace him. He's terrible. Get him out of here. It is shocking. I don't see the argument because I don't... I think he's decent. I mean... He's decent. I don't think he's... He's he, not trash. He's not great. His Super Bowl season, they had the magic combo of young coach, young person, defense, and Mike, young yeah. receivers. They had, Wade, they had super Wade healthy. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Cooper Cup's breakout year. Right. Hasn't had a great year ever since. Aaron Donald. Since. Yeah. Like, solid defense. Yeah. They had the magic recipe, which is how all Super Bowls are won, right? right like, all the, 40, the things I have mean, to be I mean, that right. was the 49ers last, last year. Garoppolo's not their man in shining armor, so. Yeah. Shining armor, so. Yeah. Um. He, my dad could be on to something. Maybe he'll... Yeah. Peaked early. <laughs> came too soon. Peaked early, came too soon, <laughs> and will be on his way out. Um, but I think he has, like... We were still living down there when he was a rookie Hubie. And so I, like, knew some people in media around him, and he was kind of a dick, which, like, probably served him well, honestly. You have to have a lot of swagger to make it in the league. But I think he's matured as a quarterback, and that's some of the struggles that we've seen is that he's realized his role as a leader is not just to be this egocentric crazy asshole, but also to build up his teammates. And he's struggled with how to do that because he hasn't had to. Well, yeah, he's a young young asshole who's cocky that he was, you know, first pick of the draft a couple years ago. Yeah. Got to a Super Bowl within three years right. of his career. Yeah. Um, which is impressive. Like, I'm not downplaying that. but Right. Yeah, I wonder how Mahomes, like, because he's a, he's a young quarterback who did the same. Yeah, similar, uh, better. I think Jared's only, 
Jared Goff's only a year younger than him, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, but Mahomes seemed to have done a better job. But Andy, he has Andy Reid, not a rookie coach. But I didn't. So I would have never considered Patrick Mahomes' attitude as egotistical. True. Like, Whereas you would with Goff. Campus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Goff, Baker Mayfield, no, even that's Sam true. Darnold, I would think Woof. all <laughs> right, all had those attitudes. Coming out of college, being a top, like a high first round. Draft no, pick. yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, there was a little bit more humility to Mahomes to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he had a full year sitting. Well, and he um, came out of a school that's not a powerhouse. True. He didn't come out of an SC. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he came out of a pretty humble school as well. Yeah. Um. All right, so that's the playoffs. This will be interesting. It'll be fun to uh, to recap. Now I kind of want to talk about games that didn't matter, but still were fun to watch this week. Um, the first the first thing is the Browns and Chargers. Both were super pumped about their wins, but they beat B teams. Sure. Like, they beat... C teams. C teams. Yeah. They beat like, practice the, the, squads. Yeah, basically. Which I always think is a weird thing. And I know that like, like fantasy football playoffs are, t- are like, and championships are before this because this is a thing. This does happen. But I think it's weird to sit your starters and your, like, your big-name guys for games late in the season. And I know seeding is already set. I know the games don't matter. Well, and this, this season was weird because um, the seeding mattered even less with only one team getting a bye yeah. week. Yeah. And home field advantage is no – there's no fans. Right. So, so there's no real right. advantage. It yeah. matters much, much less. But – um, I'm just like, I'm really curious what the superstition is b- behind wanting to sit your starters. Like, so I don't think it's necessarily as much superstition as it is like football's a fucking brutal it, game. It is. And it's like, if you can give your guys more rest and less game speed hits, the better for them. Sure. But they've already survived 16 weeks in the game. Yeah. But if they make it to the Super Bowl, they have to survive what? 20? Correct. Might, might, well, 20 if they have to play the first weekend. Yeah. Um, I just like, I feel like it's more superstition than anything. And it's not like the second that you play Ben Roethlisberger that you're, he's going to get hurt and not be available for the playoffs. And um, yeah, but, can, but like also think about the media scrutiny. Like if he did get hurt. I know. It's like one, the one bad thing that happens. And yeah, you're like forever up for it. Yeah. Um, just like Doug Peterson's choice to <laughs> play as third string quarterback in the fourth quarter. Um, Get the man some reps. <laughs> hey, he's got to practice too, right? He's got to be ready for next season. <laughs> That's you think they're away. <laughs> yeah? You think they're retiring Hurts? I don't think so. Um, yeah, that was that's a very interesting conversation that I want to have. Um, but I I totally see your point of. You're just, it's more safe than sorry of anything. Um, but I think there is a level of superstition that you, I think you that's don't, true. You don't want to make the one call to put a guy in and then have him have a season ending injury. Right yeah. Particularly this season where it's like we've seen a lot so those. many crazy injuries yeah. because yeah. Pra- like preseason wasn't what it was. COVID yeah. seasons threw off all the what regularity, like whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but. Eagles game. <laughs> Did Our group chat game? was going off. No, absolutely not. They're just that bad. Uh, 
But choosing to sit your already rookie quarterback for your third string in the fourth quarter when you are down by three points is not coaching to win the game, Doug Peterson. I know he said that. He also sucks. However. Look. (laughs) However. Like, we don't know what's going on on the sideline. We don't know what kind of attitude Jalen Hurts is throwing up. Like, we don't know what the receivers are saying. We know that some of the veteran, like, receiving core came out and supported Wentz. So we know there's animosity. Yeah, there's already a tension over there. So does he throw in his third string as a fucking Hail Mary? The game doesn't matter. It matters for other teams. It doesn't matter for them. Like... (laughs) I do think, like, while it appears as though they chose to throw this game for apparently three picks higher in the draft. Yeah, which is which not is enough. Nothing. Not enough higher picks. Um, and we're talking I, like six to nine. We're not even talking about like one, like to, f- one, right, to, one to five. The top ten. Yeah. yeah, like we're like we're so far from relevance. Like you're in, you're in position picking at that point. You're not in – these are the top guys in the draft. I have to take them in no matter what the cost. Yeah. Like, Well – Again, while I think that it does appear as though they didn't try to win that game, I also think that the way the Giants reacted <laughs> is a bunch of bullshit. There's such crybabies. They think that the Eagles care enough about them to try yeah. to win a game that matters none for their own team? Are they that fucking dense and crazy and obsessed with themselves? Yeah, right. Bro, Eagles aren't going to try harder for you. They're arguably number try one Try less to rival. try harder. Try harder to be less. Right. I don't know, whatever. No try, no, try harder to beat the team to put them in the playoffs. Right. They don't like you that much. You're yeah. a division rival. Yeah, they're not trying hard for their own quarterback. They're certainly not trying hard for you. <laughs> right. They're, they're not out here trying to just ruin your they lives. Don't, yeah, they don't have a bunch of pride for their own record. Like, they're, like they don't have any pride for your playoffs. They're spot. not thinking twice about you and your feelings. Go sit down. Like, yeah, like it's not like they love the Washington football team anymore. Right. That's also their division <laughs> rival. They, they don't want to say that they lost on purpose to them either like this wasn't about you giants you just sucked that bad to not make the playoffs (laughs) it is not because of the eagles suckery you know the only team that they would have sucked intentionally for the cowboys Cowboys. one hondo (laughs) would have sucked to make the cowboys miss the playoff but we had an, another person who did that for them. Who? Jason Garrett. Oh, Jason Garrett. Yeah, Jason Garrett's <laughs> still keeping the Cowboys out of the playoffs despite not coaching the team. Um, yeah, and I and and honestly, I think if it was the the Cowboys that they were fucking over by losing this game purposefully, the world would have loved them instead of hated them. Totally. As what is going on totally. right now? <laughs> it's easier to hate the Cowboys than the Giants. So it is. It is. Uh, I don't think they would have gotten as much scrutiny if the tables were turned in that other NFC least game. <laughs> um, hilarious. All yeah. right. One more discussion before we wrap it up. So we talked about it in episode three. Don't forget to wrap it up, kids. Um, <laughs> uh, we talked about it in episode three. We briefly mentioned it last week, but coaches getting fired. And what I want to just talk about briefly is what is the purpose if you know a coach is bad which who got fired today adam gase anthony lynn doug yes. marone we knew those coaches were bad early yeah. on in the season yeah. why would you let them 
run the rest of the season, tank it, have a terrible outcome, and then fire them the day after your last game. I have an opinion. Okay, tell me. Romeo Cornell. <laughs> and why is that? Because what you're going to get is your Romeo Cornell, your defensive coordinator, your offensive coordinator, your whoever, who's not meant to be a head coach, who's been in the league for fucking ever, like 40 never, years, never and never got a head coaching job for a fucking reason. Right. You're going to let him coach? Like, it's the lesser of two evils. You just have to pick what it is. And they probably have some huge payout to, like, fire him before the end of the season. There's guaranteed contracts and shit. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That I Plus, can they see. can't talk to anyone until the season's over anyway. Mm. So, like, what are they going to do? Start floating rumors a la the Texans and tell us they're going to hire Romeo Cornell? No. And then say they're going to go hire someone else? I see (laughs) see your point. I understand the reasoning. Yeah. It It is annoying. Yeah. It just, this happens every season where there's at least one coach that gets fired mid-season and then there's, like, three to five more that get fired. Yeah. And to be fair, like, I think it's really hard. Like you, like they need full cycles. They need to get, see the team gel after four games. How the fuck would you know if your team's playing, particularly if they don't have a preseason. Now, if you're Bill O'Brien, you fuck over the entire team with a whole bunch of other moves. You doesn't mean shit for your team. Also, he's been in the position for many years. Exactly. So it's not like he, right. We aren't seeing what he does. Right. We're just like seeing the repercussions of the same exact team we've had for the last four years. (laughs) <laughs> I have a feeling this will happen to Doug Peterson shortly as well, who yeah, was probably. Super Bowl for the Eagles. Yeah. But they're not he he's gone significantly downhill. So yeah. it if they're smart, they'll part ways. Yeah. Um anyway, I just I find that interesting because actually I'm just bitter that the NFL didn't listen to our genius prophecies <laughs> uh, very early on in the season about which coaches sucked and would probably get fired. But um, mm-hmm. I do feel bad for Anthony Lynn because I think this was only his first year, maybe his second with the Chargers. So he really didn't have a chance. And Justin Herbert's great. But I, I mean. There- but he didn't play him. Yeah, he did. He started playing him. Like, no, only when What's-His-Face got a punctured lung. Uh, no, but Tyrod Taylor recovered. Yeah, no, and, and he played him over that, but that's because Herbert had already, like, thrown him, like, had way better stats. Well, I mean, he got fired because Herbert had those stats, and yet they still lost. Well. He found ways to lose. Yeah. So yeah. That's probably really why he lost his job, but, um, it's actually going to be exciting. I, despite them being a division rival of my dear beloved Broncos, <laughs> I'm excited about Justin Herbert. He came from yeah. Oregon. I love an Oregon guy. Um, yeah, I think it'll be great. Interested to see what they do. I'm also very pumped about my Broncos, who I hate to say it because I love him. He's a god in Denver. John Elway <laughs> has stepped down from the GM position, which I think he did great in bringing in Peyton Manning. But I think that was really one of the few great things he did because we went significantly downhill. And people may argue that it was ownership because Pat Bolin died and it's never been the same with Joe Ellis. But yeah, um, I. I would could put some of that to John Elway Definitely. too. So yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. be really interested to see the new GM come into Denver. Yeah. I think the AFC uh, West is going to be a force to be reckoned with next year. But I said that this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about next year. I think it might take two years because like you want a GM that comes in and makes an immediate impact and you want a head coach that comes in and makes yeah. an immediate impact. But that's, that's a lot to ask. Yeah. So like give them two years, get them to know the system, the players, get the guys to trust them. Then maybe you get there. So yeah. I, you know. 2022 all right 2022 is our year afc west coming for you coming at you it's already starting we're fucking four days into 2021 (laughs) 
sorry. We're talking about the next, next year. Next year's Maybe our year. Maybe the pandemic will really be over in 2022. Maybe we'll get a receiver. Um, <laughs> That's the text. Cool. Well, this has been your first episode of 2021. Yes. Thanks for sticking with us. We love yep. doing this. We're excited to be here with you every week of the football season and very yep. interested to see what Super Bowl of 2020 season. Yeah. Like, so. And we welcome your DM slides. We do welcome At Saxon the City Pod. At Life In. At Nikki is Awesome. We'll post a thirsty pic for this episode. We will. All right. We both look good. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Bye. Bye.